Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Massey Ferguson Hey Talk. Hello, I'm Matt LaCroix, the marketing manager for Massey Ferguson and Heston by Massey Ferguson Hay Equipment. I know storage and maintenance of your equipment is not always the most exciting part of your hay season, but it will pay dividends if done properly. After the break, we'll meet with Dane Mosel, marketing product specialist for Agco Corporation. He covers hay equipment for Massey Ferguson and Heston by Massey Ferguson. And he'll give us some tips and tricks that we should utilize to get the best of our hay equipment when the spring season hits. Join us after the break. Don't just wish for better hay. Demand Heston Hay. Visit your local dealer to see our full lineup of Heston by Massey Ferguson equipment or go to MasseyFerguson.us to learn more. That's MasseyFerguson.us. And now let's talk hay. Welcome back, and today we're going to talk with Dane Mosel, Hay Marketing Product Specialist with AgCo. Dane, first of all, tell me how you got involved with uh, on the ag side of the business. Thanks, Matt. I grew up in northeast Nebraska on a dairy farm, and you know, through all the hay knowledge and everything I gained there, I then went to college at University of Nebraska and studied mechanized systems management, which is essentially applied engineering, and so you know, learning, learning the mechanic side of, of the equipment has always been, been a fascination of mine. So that's how I, I got in the, on the equipment side of the ag part. Good deal. Today, we're going to talk about off-season equipment storage and maintenance. Uh, obviously, it's no secret that properly stored and maintained hay equipment gives you better results the following season. Yes, belts, tires, and bearings last longer, but not being subjugated to Extreme temperature changes in some areas helps. Uh, have you thought about resale values of stored equipment? Let's look at some best practices here for storage and maintenance of your equipment during the off-season. So, Dane, first of all, let's talk about uh, round balers. What are some of the parts on a round baler that could be affected by the harsh winter weather? Primarily on round balers, I mean, your two most important parts that are that are affected on your are your belts and your bearings those two components are are what gives most operators fits during during the season and so making sure that that those are protected and lubed well are what minimizes all that so how about large small square balers what are some of the items that could be affected with those two products Small square and large square balers, obviously, we have a knotter stack, and those are the, the important components that we need to make sure we protect. Um, you know, they set on top of the baler that even though they have a shield over top of them, if we get, you know, windy weather that's blowing either rain or snow up inside there, just, just heavy condensation, and we'll end up with rust on those components, and, and some of those are fair or you know very fine-tuned what they do and so any amount of rust can cause problems on them yeah so there's two items you need to think about there not only the moisture from rain or from snow but also the the cold and how that uh, affects your rubber components such as tires and belts and that kind of stuff now let's look at uh hay implements such as like a disc mower disc mower conditioner rakes and tetters what are some of the things we need to look for there 
Yeah, Matt, these kind of pieces of equipment aren't, you know, as susceptible to the weather as, as your balers are just because they don't have as many moving components or their moving components are already, you know, sealed inside of a gearbox like a cutter bed. Um, but it still is good to, to make sure they keep them shedded and, you know, bearings full of grease for the winter so we don't get that moisture ingression that can cause, cause failures during the season. So what are some of your thoughts on uh, areas that have milder winters? So should units in, say, southern areas also be stored inside or sheltered? Most definitely. I mean, if, if you have a shed, definitely put it in there. Um, you know, the mild winters, they take out the freezing and thawing and a certain amount of the moisture factor. But, you know, the sun can still take its toll on the rubber components and paint. So it's, it's still best to put them inside if you can. So how the paint looks definitely leads into my next question. So does storing or not storing a machine uh, in a covered area affect resale? Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, you take a piece of equipment that's been shedded and taken care of, and it's going to bring a much better price than something that's been sitting outside. It's faded. You know, it's got rust on it. And they just that that you know first first appearance is always is always a reflection on stuff and so that is very important i actually know of an outfit up in idaho they didn't want to spend the money on building you know a shed to hold their i think they've got six windrowers and five big balers but they had custom tarps made that they put over them in the fall when they're done tarp them up and then pull the tarps off in the next spring and, I, and it really helps save save for their equipment on their resale value and and minimizes what they have to do for for winter maintenance i think that's a pretty good example of uh, establishing that storing your machinery inside or or at least under a shed is better than outside in the conditions now let's look at winter maintenance what are some key things a farmer should do when storing a round baler over winter Prior to winter storage, it's always best to clean all the crop residue off the baler. I usually use an air compressor, whether it's you know a small one or if if you have access to one of the big like construction style air compressors, and that air just moving around will get everything out of all the nooks and crannies and that kind of stuff. Get everything nice and clean, um, and then I will wash the outside of the shields. I don't like getting water close to where the bearings and everything are all at um, just just to prevent the wear and and potential rust problems that you can have there so once I do those two things um, you know make sure we lube the bearings and chains run the baler for a few minutes get everything all all to where it needs to be um, before before parking away for the winter so is there any special maintenance that needs to be performed on uh, round balers during the off season uh, the biggest thing to do um, is once, you know, you've done your cleaning and greasing, looked everything over really well, because that's usually when I find, you know, problems that, oh, hey, I need to make sure we we do this before next next spring when it's time to bail, um, to just, just do a good inspection. But then also, um, some balers automatically detension the belts, you know, when you shut them off, but others, you need to make sure that you do manually detension whether you bleed off the pressure from the from the accumulator system or if there's springs that you can you can delatch um, just so those belts aren't underneath tension for the whole winter and it it makes them not stretch and they they'll last longer all right so what are some key things a farmer should do when storing a large or small square baler over winter 
Um, the same thing kind of goes along with with cleaning it. Um, make sure you empty out the chamber. I know there are some operations like, oh, we don't need to worry about that. And it's it's kind of really ill-advised. It's it's best to make sure you clean the chamber out all the way. And the other thing is, is then you get you get the chance to, you know, look at the hay dogs and, and all that kind of stuff that's inside the chamber that you normally don't get to see. Um, so, you know, blow everything off, wash the outside of the shields, you know, grease everything up, run it for a few minutes, make sure everything's good to go. That's, that's the best thing to do for, for your square balers. So is there any special maintenance that uh, a farmer should need to perform on their large squares or small squares? Again, as you know, with the round baler, do your inspections, make sure you've got a list of what, what needs to be done potentially for the next year. And just like the belts, it's always best to, to slack the twine tensioners off. So you're not, you're not holding that spring in tension the whole time. Um, the other thing is, is that a lot of dealers have a winter checkup or winter maintenance program, as well as preseason sales. So if, if you can take advantage of those kinds of things, that's also a really big thing to do in the off season that can, can help your uptime for, for when, it, when harvest comes around. What about some of our other uh, hay implements that always don't get quite the attention of a, of a baler, such as, you know, disc mowers, disc mower conditioners, rakes and tetters. What about those products? I like to still wash those off at least during the off season, make sure that, you know, any inspections and repairs um, before putting them away. They're, like I said before, you know, they are a lot simpler and a, a lot easier to maintain, but it's still good to keep them clean and allow a good inspection and, and greasing of any bearings and anything. Any special maintenance items on those products? It's always best to be able to leave the hydraulic systems, you know, uh, depressurized. So if, if it's like a mower conditioner that, you know, has transport locks, I always, you know, pick it all the way up. So that way the cutter bed or whatever isn't setting on the ground and, and lock the transport locks, but then depressurize the lift hydraulic system. So that way we're not having pressure on those cylinders. So when late spring comes and it's time to pull that baler out of the shed, whether it be a round baler or a square baler, uh, what are some things the, a farmer should do first? Obviously, if you, for like a round baler, if you detension the belts, make sure we, we undo that process because we don't need to start the baler and eat up a set of belts. That would be, that would be rather bad. So always reversing whatever processes we took to, to store the machine. Um, and then I always like to run them a few minutes, make sure everything is all sounding good that, you know, if we did some sort of repairs that we don't have some sort of interference or clicking kind of deal. And then I usually like to give all the bearings a couple pumps of grease just to make sure we got the bearings nice and full and ready to go. So how about their uh, disc mower, disc mower conditioner, rakes, tatters, anything special there? Nope, just kind of the same thing. Like the mowers, I like to, I like to run them in. But other, other than that, just make sure everything's ready to go. Yeah, another thing you could do also with your uh, mowers is put on a, a fresh set of knives if you didn't do that in the fall. It's also... Uh, a good thing that uh, the day mentioned a minute ago, the off-season sales and that kind of stuff. Always look around for that kind of good stuff. Is there any last thoughts you want to leave our guests with about storage and maintenance? I don't think so, Matt. I, if, if you guys have any questions, always reach out to us and we can help you out. So one thing I have, uh, some key points of this uh, discussion is air is your friend. Uh, 
anytime you can keep excess uh, moisture out of the, any of your equipment, it's always a good thing. Grease is always your friend. Uh, don't be scared of it. Make sure you use it uh, where you can. And tension. Always take tension off of any uh, portion of the baler or mower conditioner or whatever it may be where you can during that uh, off-season storage. It'll make all your equipment last longer. And if you have the ability to store inside or cover your equipment, definitely pay dividends on the resale side. Dane, thank you so much for joining us today. Not a problem. Thank you very much, Matt. Yep. This has been Massey Ferguson Hay Talk. Our guest today was Dane Mosel. Hey, Marketing Product Specialist with Massey Ferguson and Heston by Massey Ferguson, and we look forward to seeing you in the field real soon. We all know that winter storage and maintenance is a key part of the overall baling process. Make sure you protect your equipment best way possible. At Agco, we have a program called PM360. Talk to your local Massey Ferguson or Heston by Massey Ferguson dealer to find out more information of a lot of great products and offers we have available. But at the end of the day, you'll have better resale value, better quality, and better utilization from your product if you can store it indoors or at least under a shed and do your proper maintenance in the fall and then again in the spring before you hit the field. Again, this is Matt LaCroix with Massey Ferguson Hay Talk. Please see your local Massey Ferguson or Heston by Massey Ferguson dealer or visit MasseyFerguson.us for more information.